Welcome back to the Live, Learn, and Play podcast. This afternoon, I'm joined by Dr. Rachel Milner, and she is from our nephrology department here at Arkansas Children's. And today we are going to be talking about an interesting subject. And I admit, as a mother of three, I did not think about this, that children can get kidney stones. If you have family members who might have kidney stones or you yourself might get kidney stones, you might be interested to find out that it is possible for children to get kidney stones, but more importantly, how they can be prevented and how they are treated here at Arkansas Children's. So welcome to the podcast, Dr. Milner. I'm really excited to be here. Thanks for having me. So during our time together, we definitely want to talk about what causes kidney stones, how they're treated, and most importantly, how they can be prevented. But first, let's start uh, with a little personal background. Uh, What got you interested in this field and what brought you to Arkansas Children's? So what got me interested in this field is when I was in college, I did all kinds of science classes and we would do these physiology classes. And I realized that the kidney is by far the smartest organ in the body. And it actually keeps everything in balance without you ever even knowing and without you ever having to do anything. And so to me, understanding all of the little intricacies of the kidney was just so exciting. And this is even before I ever decided to go to med school, I knew I wanted to do something in in kidneys. What got me to Arkansas, so I actually grew up in Arkansas. I grew up in Little Rock and I spent the majority of my life here. I left for residency, for my training. And then I decided that I just had to come back and work at Children's Hospital where I did some of my med school training. And I'm just really excited to be back in Arkansas. Well, we're glad you decided to come back because during our time together, we are going to talk about the clinic that we have here at Arkansas Children that helps treat children, of course, with different urology needs uh, and nephrology needs, but especially kidney stones. So we are glad you came back to Arkansas Children's. Absolutely. So like I said, we are talking about kidney stones in children, but I think it would be helpful to know and start at the very beginning of what is a kidney stone. So a kidney stone, it's just a hard deposit of minerals and salts that forms within the urinary tract. So the urinary tract is anything from the kidney all the way down to the bladder. And kidney stones can be made up of lots of different things. The most common kidney stones are made up out of calcium. How common is it for a child to get kidney stones? So it's not particularly common, but over the last 20 years, we've seen an increase in the incidence of kidney stones in children. And there's a lot of different theories, and one of those has to do with a change in our diet and an increase in the amount of salt that we eat that's usually a part of our processed foods and our convenience foods that we're eating. Kidney stones can affect um, children as young as infants, all the way up to teenagers and young adults. So you just kind of hinted at what causes kidney stones, but if you could go into that a little bit more in detail, uh, what causes them and then how are they treated? So what causes kidney stones is usually an imbalance of the salts, minerals, and water in the urine. So the kidney processes all of these minerals, salts, and water, and it helps decide Um, how much water to get rid of, and how much of these salts and and, um, minerals to get rid of. And if there's any sort of imbalance there, you're going to start to form little crystals that'll find each other that will then bind together and make these big chunks of rock, or kidney stones. So kidney stones, when they are causing a problem, so if a kidney stone is just sitting in the kidney and it's not fall, it hasn't fallen anywhere in the urinary tract, 
Usually we just leave it alone. If a kidney stone has fallen from the kidney into the little tube that carries the urine down to the bladder, that's called the ureter, that's what causes pain. And it also can cause the blockage of flow of urine. And if that happens, then sometimes, not always, but sometimes kids will need some kind of surgery to remove that stone. If the stone is small enough, if you drink plenty of water and you're able to manage your pain, sometimes that kidney stone will pass on its own and it'll make it down into the bladder and then it'll make it out. And talking about treatment, can kidney stones be treated at home or do they need to be treated at a doctor's office or hospital? Good question. So typically, if you know that you have a kidney stone and you've had kidney stones before, it's probably safe to write it out at home if you're able to manage your pain and if you're able to drink enough water to stay hydrated. Now, some kids, when they get kidney stones, they can vomit and they can feel really terrible. And if you're not able to manage the pain or drink enough water, then you should be either seen by a doctor in a clinic or come to the emergency room. If this is your first ever kidney stone and you're having all of these symptoms, you should definitely be checked out by a doctor to be sure that you don't have something else causing your belly pain. And I know we were talking about symptoms even before we started recording, because I know most people either have family members who have had them. What type of, are there some common symptoms parents should be looking for in their children if their child have kidney stones? Absolutely. So the most common symptoms associated with kidney stones in older children who can talk and tell you what's going on are back pain or flank pain. So it's usually kind of in the middle part of the back, closer to the ribs, or belly pain. So you can have diffuse abdominal pain, diffuse belly pain. Um, Sometimes children can have blood in their urine. So if your pee is red or pink, and sometimes it can hurt when you pee. In younger children who are nonverbal, if they don't speak, they can have a harder time localizing the pain. And so oftentimes they'll just be very uncomfortable or just have generalized abdominal pain. And I think it's also important to note, do kidney stones cause any lifelong issues or complications? So typical run-of-the-mill kidney stones should not cause long-term complications. If a child has an underlying kidney problem that's leading to the stones, and it's not just related to diet, that can sometimes cause long-term kidney problems. The other thing is that typical kidney stones can also cause some short-term problems on their own. So if the kidney stone falls and causes a blockage, that can stop the flow of urine, which can also cause kidney infections or bladder infections. And it can also cause some swelling on the kidney as well. What about reoccurring kidney stone problems? Is this just, can a child get one kidney stone and then that's it for the rest of their lives? Or will it be a reoccurring problem? So typically, if a child has multiple kidney stones, it's a red flag to me that they should probably be evaluated to be sure that there's not an underlying kidney problem. Now, many times, older children can get multiple kidney stones if they're not able to drink enough water um, and alter their diet in a way that, that would prevent the kidney stones, which I think we'll talk about in a minute then they can get several kidney stones and not have an underlying problem. But I think anytime somebody has kidney stones on both kidneys, or if they have multiple kidney stones, or they're very young, they definitely need to see a specialist to be sure that they don't have an underlying kidney problem. And we are definitely going to talk about the nephrology and urology clinic here at Arkansas Children's. But first, I think it's important to note that kidney stones can be prevented. And what is the best way to prevent them? So the prevention of kidney stones is one of my favorite things to talk about because it's actually really simple. Prevention of kidney stones 
involves drinking lots and lots of water and eating less salt. And the way I like to talk about this, because we live in the South, is to talk about it like sweet tea. And sweet tea, you know that you have your tea or your water, and then you have your sugar. And the kidneys kind of do the same thing. So they have their minerals, their sugar, and they have their water, the tea. And if you put too much sugar in your sweet tea, it's not going to dissolve, right? And so the sugar is kind of like the salt that you take in. The more salt you take in, the harder it is for the water in your kidneys to dissolve all those minerals. And you're going to start to create those crystals that then will find each other and make the stones. Then the other piece is the water. So if you put too much sugar in your sweet tea, what are you going to do? You're going to put more water or more tea in there so that it'll dissolve better, right? So if you are having a hard time with your low salt diet, if you can drink more water, you can sometimes overcome that excessive salt and it'll dissolve out those crystals and prevent them from finding each other and making stones. I think that is an analogy that we can all relate with. It comes down to just more water and less salt intake, which is a very simple way to prevent kidney stones. Let's talk about how much water children should be drinking. So the amount of water that you should be drinking depends on how big your child is or how old your child is. We usually recommend anywhere from 25 to 65 ounces of water a day, depending on your size. A good rule of thumb would be to be sure that you're drinking enough water that you're having to go pee at least every two to three hours. And if you're drinking enough that you pee that often, you're probably drinking enough water and you probably don't need to be counting your ounces. We actually did a Facebook Live with Dr. Milner earlier. We had a question during the live, which I thought was interesting, and I think some people might question themselves, is light-colored soda better than dark-colored soda? So I will start with, I think that sodas in general are not as good for your body as just drinking water or milk alone. The dark sodas do have increased phosphorus or phosphoric acid in them. Um, and so that can lead to an increased risk of kidney stones, whereas light colored sodas don't have that excessive phosphorus in them. But that alone, uh, dark colored sodas alone are not going to give you kidney stones. That's a good, good thought. Um, water is best, I think, is if you take only a few messages away from this, is the, the water is best when it comes to preventing kidney stones and just for health in general. Let's talk about how Arkansas Children's provides care for children with kidney stones and the nephrology urology clinic, which you call the new clinic in you clinic. How are we taking care of kids? So when your child has a kidney stone, um, you'll probably meet a urologist and probably a nephrologist as well. And people will often get confused about why they're seeing two different doctors. And so it's important to differentiate. So urologists are surgeons. And so the urologist, if you have a kidney stone and it's causing a blockage or causing a problem, a urologist is the one that's going to go in and remove the kidney stone. And then they'll follow up um, to make sure that you're not having any long-term problems in your urinary tract from that kidney stone. The nephrologist is more worried about what is causing the kidney stones and what can we do to prevent them. So in the immediate short term, you'll meet your urologist. And then afterward, as you're kind of recovering, then you'll meet your nephrologist. And what we've decided to do here with the new clinic is that if you need to see both a urologist and a nephrologist, we're having you come to a single clinic where you see both of us and you can get the information that you need on the surgical side and from the medical side. 
that is so convenient for patients and families. So instead of making two different visits on two separate days or weeks apart, you're able to see two doctors on in one visit, which is really helpful for families. It also allows us to be able to collaborate in a way so that you're not hearing two different answers and that you're not getting any sort of conflicting ideas from anybody. So you're hearing the same things from the two different specialties. Let's talk about how, what is the best way to make an appointment uh, for kidney stone treatment here at Arkansas Children's? So the best way to get an appointment is to see your pediatrician or your primary care doctor and get a referral. Once your referral gets to a urologist or a nephrologist, we'll decide if, like, who you need to see or if you're a candidate for our combined clinic. And this, um, these were a lot of the questions that I had prepared, but Dr. Milner, I'm curious if there's any foods that you encourage um, patients to eat to prevent kidney stones as well? So there's not necessarily foods that I would encourage people to eat. I think that everyone should eat a healthy and balanced diet. And I would encourage you to avoid processed foods the best you can. And I understand that processed foods are a huge part of our diet because they're convenient. They last a long time and they're affordable. But anywhere that you can cut out packaged food, the better it will be. If you can switch that out for some sort of fresh food, it will help prevent kidney stones because those uh, processed foods, the reason why they last so long is because they're packaged with salt and the salt content of them are very high. With kidney stones, sometimes increased citric acid, which is from like citrus fruits, particularly lemons, that can sometimes prevent kidney stones. Now you have to have a lot of lemons <laughs> or a lot of lemonade. Okay. But if you feel the need to have some sort of juice or some sort of beverage other than water, fresh squeezed lemonade or lemon and water can be helpful to prevent kidney stones. Okay. And that is that also is a very easy tip I think parents and families can relate with, uh, relate to. Thank you for, for your time. I know this has been really helpful just from a mom's perspective, learning about what causes kidney stones, how they're treated, and most importantly, how to prevent them. Is there anything else that we need to know about kidney stones? I think the most important thing to know about kidney stones is that if you do have kidney stones, most of the time there's a way to treat them. And healthy diet, keeping yourself at a healthy weight, and continuing to exercise regularly and get physical activity have all been shown to reduce the risk of kidney stones. And if you have a strong family history of kidney stones, or if you've had a kidney stone before in the past, just chug water, lots and lots of water. That is a excellent tip just for health in general. So Dr. Milner, thank you for your time this afternoon. We appreciate everyone for listening to our Live, Learn, and Play podcast. Please like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we hope that you and your family continue to stay safe and healthy. We always encourage you to wash your hands, wear your mask, social distance, and now I'm going to add drink lots of water to our suggested healthy tip list uh, to stay healthy this summer and going forward. So thank you for listening.